0: We welcome you now to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. He, his report says, I am healed. His. his report said, well, 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 yeah, but they don't really understand the report of the Lord. You don't understand his report. Sure, we find his prophetic desires for his creation in the Word. So yeah, there's a desire for all men. 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all that you you may prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospered." So he wants everybody to prosper and be in good health. That's the prophetic desire for his creation. That's just what he wants. That's what his report says. So yeah, his report says you can be healthy. His report says you can be filled. His report. All of those things. But what system are we graded on daily? What is he looking at? Is he looking to see, oh, he's healed. No, that was his intention from the beginning. All you did was line up with you. He's filled. Let me give him an A for being filled. No. Because if man hadn't sinned, we wouldn't have to have any of this. That's the constellation card. <laughs> Y'all understand what I'm saying? We should seek to please God every. Look, at somebody say every day, every day of our life. We can't take a. You can't take a day off. Look, at somebody say you can't take a day off. But we should always give our best effort to be pleasing to Him. John eight and twenty nine. Jesus said, "And He that sent me is with me." Now, isn't Jesus? Is He supposed to be our example? Are we supposed to do what He did? Because He did what the Father did. That's right. So he came in the flesh to show us what to do. He says, the father hath not left me alone, for I do always those things that what? Jesus. Please. him. That's why the father has not left me alone, because I constantly please him. He renews his mercies to us each day. If he didn't do that, we'd be dead. And he gives us another chance to get it right each day of our lives. Each day of your life is a day to do better. We must grow in Him and understand what pleases Him in order to get a good grade from Him. We must grow in Him. Grow. That means take time and grow. I'm going to do better. I'm going to grow in Him. not going to be the same as I was yesterday. Definitely not like I was six months ago. A year ago, I was nothing like this. But I'm taking time to grow. Growing hurts. I remember one time my... um, son, Landon, who turned 17 years old yesterday. Amen. Can't tell you how proud I am of, of him. He's just such a good boy. I mean, just just a good kid. But I remember when he was smaller, he was having pains in his leg, and we couldn't figure out what was going on. And the doctor told us it was growing pains, and I didn't know that was a real thing. Anybody, Did y'all know that? I didn't know. I thought that was just like a show on TV. <laughs> but it's a real thing. He was having growing pains because he was being stretched his skin. And it hurts when you're being stretched. So it's going to hurt in here. A lot of y'all have been hurt. Thank God you stayed. You know, and didn't punk out. But some of you, it, it hurt. You know? Like I was talking about the uh, uh, thieves in the temple. I mean, that was a growing lesson for me and it was some of it was painful right. and then the first thing i started thinking about and you know this is just me personally but i start thinking i'm almost embarrassed now because some people are going to say well you did this you was doing it yeah. well i didn't know right. 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 and i'll be the first to tell you i didn't, I didn't know right. you know what i'm saying so it's growth and and growing is painful sometimes especially when you make a mistake or an error in your growth process You don't want to go back to it, but you know, the best thing to be able to do as a maturing Christian is to be able to raise your hand and say, my bad. I didn't know. But we must grow in Him and understand what pleases Him in order to get a good grade from Him. So on our daily report card from the Lord, we got to grow. He's not going to grade you on what you didn't know, but what you know, once you know, you're going to get a grade. Ephesians 5 and 9, because the fruit of the light is in all righteousness and in everything which is good and true. Testing by what? Experience what is well pleasing to the Lord. Testing by what? Experience. As, experience. as you experience things, that's how you find out what is well pleasing to the Lord. Something you thought he was pleased by, as you got older, you found out that's not how to please him. So, what do you do in that situation? Find what pleases Him by experience. But that's how we find. Testing by experience. What is well-pleasing? The Bible said try every spirit. Sometimes you can try the spirit immediately. Test it. Know it's a demon. Sometimes over time, your observation has to show you. That's probably not a good idea to continue that. Created for what? His glory. To understand God's scoring system. We must first understand what we were created for. Here we go. We were created to be living, breathing examples of him in the earth. If you want to know why we were created, go to Genesis before we did anything and see what he said. Isaiah 43 and 7, very powerful scripture. When God is describing those that are called by his name, uh, the prophet is speaking for God. Everyone that is called by my name. For I created him for my what? Glory. Glory. I have formed him. Yea, I have made him. For my glory is why I made you. So you can just look like me. That's 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 God's plan. Right. We were created to bring glory to Him by how operating in our what? Roles. And operating the way we were created to operate. That's all homosexuality is, is the opposite of what we were created for. Yes. Take away God's glory because you're doing your fun, your malfunctioning. If we are to please our creator, then we have to function like we were created to. Doesn't that make sense? So if you were created to be a man, you got to be a man. If you're going to please the creator that created you. God scores us based on this and nothing else. What else does he have to score us on? Except for us lining up with what he created us to be. He gave us what to do. Men, you work. Women, you're 10. You, you know, Proverbs 31, you work. You do whatever. That's whatever's needed. You help me. And y'all just do this. And that's it. This, this is going to be real good. Watch. <laughs> we don't get extra points for good behavior. You've been good. So I'm going to give you a better mark. No, what? You're supposed to be good. I'm going to give you some extra money because you didn't sin this week. That's what some preachers have taught us. There's a merit system. God expects our best without us expecting a return. You better act right. Because our best is the return for the life he gave us. Romans 12 and 1 says, And I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you do what? Present your body a what? Living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is what you were supposed to do anyway. That's what's reasonable. You don't get brownie points. Lord, I went a whole week without getting drunk. That's good for you. We are graded on what we are responsible for. And here we go. It's not going to take me long. Men are graded as follows. Men, I was going to save this for Wednesday, but I need to say this in front of the women. No, I'm just kidding. Men are graded like this. Men, you're graded on provision. When men, when man was created, he was given a job. The job didn't come after the fall. Man got a job. Soon as he was made. Okay, name the animals. You, you know, this is your responsibility, man. I'm giving you earth. Be responsible. God gave him a job right off. So don't think, that's yes, God's curse. No, that was God's plan. Amen. Amen. So I work heaven, you work earth. That's why I can't stand when men try to get super spiritual in the heaven, but they whack workers in the earth. Wow. what you say? Yeah, everything is spiritual. Ah, Everything. Yeah, yeah. And don't pay no bills. No, no I don't know. I don't, no, no. You need to pay your bills, bro. Before I see the hand of God on your body, on your life, don't, don't come telling me no dream. Wake up. You shouldn't be dreaming no way. Wake up and work. If you wouldn't sleep all the time, you'd have a job. Brother, I had a dream. Wake up. If you had a dream, pass. 7 a.m. That's the devil. The devil gave you that dream. Because you were supposed to be up. God kept me in the bed this morning. You a lie. Sandman kept you in the bed, and he's from Satan. He gave you that dream. Can I tell the truth? I mean, I- Y- y'all don't understand the kind of calls and emails and junk I get. But I, 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 like I'm talking to you, that's just how I respond. It's like, bro, don't tell me nothing about what God told you at no 7 8, eight a.m. when you supposed to have been up. Amen. He must work to have provision. So, when man was created, he was given a job, and because of the fall, he must work to have provision. God grades men on the provisions they supply. Yeah. You ain't taking care of your house? Don't be praying. I don't want to hear you. God is like, ah, blah, 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 blah. He ain't Taking care of your family. What God got to say to you? Lord, I need a word. Take care of your family. God, I need you to speak. Take care of your family. But God, I need you to speak to me. The preacher is who I'm speaking to. Listen to G Craig. That's what God is telling you. He's telling you, get a job. Everybody got their own personal Jesus. You know what I'm saying? The, their own personal voice that speaks. Well, what you in church for? Don't even come. God is telling you something different than what I'm telling you? Then you shouldn't be here. God didn't tell me that. Leave. Yeah. Amen? Amen. Boy, everybody's looking like, you know, I got to do this because we got to clear house. Man, We had a whole bunch of people here last week. We got to make sure... Ain't no lingering, lingering spectators. I mean, we know how to get you out of here. He calls a man that does not provide a sinner. An infidel. 1 Timothy 5 and 8. But if any provide not for his own, and especially for those in his house, he hath denied the faith. And is worse than a sinner. Worse. Worse. That means you're going to go past hell. You're going to be asking for hell. Ain't this my stop? No! Keep going! If not hell, then where? Tartarus send you to a mythical place with mythical monsters in Clash of the Titans. Devils and Titans, where you going? Got to deal with the Kraken. Forever. The Kraken. You're graded on how you protect your house too. Amen. Men are coverings for their families. Protection, your umbrella for the family. We are graded on how we protect our families from harm and how we cover their esteem with our strength. Now, your wife should not be feeling bad about what anybody said about her. Right. Shouldn't even matter. she right. bounce right off you because you cover her. Right. Right. That's right. That's right. You don't cry with her. I can't believe he said it either. <laughs> what? What kind of? <laughs> the boss, he just keep flirting with me, keep messing with me on the job. Well, baby, we need that money, so you just, you know, you just stick it out. See, they got quiet on that one. Mm -mm. You better be ready, man. That's why I said the first one, provision. You better be ready. Well, baby, just quit. Then you go in the room. (laughs) Did I say that? (laughs) First of the month, you're like... Is that God? (laughs) I'm just being real, amen. You better plan that out. That's why it's important to be sensitive to God. God will start warning you way before you get in any any trouble in John. You know, just take your time and, you you know, oh, well, no, we ain't going to stand for this. But you're supposed to protect her. The devil must come through us. To spoil our goods, man. If we are not standing strong, then we will bring harm to our loved ones. Men! You gotta stand strong. Now, y'all know me. Don't come to me telling me how out of control your wife is. Your wife is out of control, it's your fault. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Your wife physically whipping your tail. I'm gonna help her. You need your help. She doing getting beat up. She flying in your face like that. She doing it cause she knows she can. That's right. That's right. That's true. Amen. I mean, all women have a line. Some of them just don't know where it is, and it's up to the man to teach them. <laughs> We got some real men in here. Y'all know what I'm talking about? My wife runs everything in the house. She won't let me do. She won't. Look. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the man. What's wrong with you? Get it together. God is scoring you. F. We F. Ahab F. He write his name by yours. Ahab F. I <laughs> yeah. have right. people tell me, you know, I'd really like to go to your church, brother, but my wife ah! y'all ain't on the same page here what kind of marriage y'all have shouldn't y'all be together believe in the same thing y'all ain't on the same I have a... y'all understand what I'm saying, I have a problem with that, I'm not saying you force your wife but I'm talking about y'all should be spiritually what is it what's the issue here well she has a problem with you does she do you no that confuses me does that confuse y'all shouldn't y'all be isn't it the only way to live in a house had one guy tell me that he want to come but the lord hadn't released his wife yet I said you're an idiot Released your wife. So your wife got to go through God and not you. She goes through God by going through you. If you're the head. So y'all got two separate agendas and the Lord has to speak to both of y'all. Can't just speak through the head, huh? Sound like demons. That's what the devil did. Divide and conquer. Went to the woman. See what he did? He didn't go to the head. He went to the woman to pull the woman away from the head. So you'd have two heads. It's getting foggy. Did you buy a fog machine over the weekend, Tim? Something is foggy in here. Can I tell the truth in here? Come on. Come on. Amen. The devil must come through us to spoil our goods. If we are not standing strong, then we will bring home to our loved ones. Mark 3 and 27. No man can enter into a strong man's house. To spoil his goods unless he first does what? See, we hear this and we automatically think the devil come in and beat the man up. No, the devil gets in the woman and she beats the man up. You see the devil coming, you know it's the devil. But if he come through that woman, oh, look at all the situations in the Bible. I mean, look at all the, the, the major goof ups. Abraham, how did the devil get Abraham? The devil can't mess with Abraham. Abraham is Abraham. The strongest man ever lived spiritually, he's the father of every nation. You can't get Abraham, can if you talk to Sarah. I had this vision, Abraham, my my, my handmaid. I think the rest is history. We still fighting that battle right now, still fighting that battle right now. Samson, Delilah, just all the major goof ups, even Job. Job is just going through, and his wife come in. Just causing mess. Because the devil know. That's the path. Let me get to that man through that busybody wife. Am I preaching in here? Yeah. I'm not talking about you women. Ain't no women in here like that. Not anymore. Somebody after today, you know behind the strong man you go through that woman some of you guys single town men in single town man you don't know how blessed you are you can take these messages and start striking names and deleting numbers you have no responsibility she is absolutely not the woman you better listen just think about it. Think about the, the, the dynamics of me picking a wife with what I have to do. Just think about the, the responsibility that was on my shoulders to pick a wife, having to do EX ministries. I have to, I could, I could not get that wrong. Because if I married the wrong woman, there'd be no truth behind hip hop, at least not with me. Somebody else would be doing it. You understand what I'm saying? I needed someone that could deal with me. But the bottom line is you gotta be sensitive and know. Or you'll blow it. Look at somebody and say, don't blow, don't blow it. I know guys right there. You married the wrong woman. And you blew it. And God can't use you. Because she's in the way. You know, some men are just attracted to that. We set the tone for where men are the spiritual leaders of their home. We're the priest. This is the third thing God um, grades us on. Men are the spiritual leaders of their home. Period. Look at somebody and say, period. period. We set the tone for where we fellowship. How God speaks to our home. And we operate with authority to set order in our homes. Amen. 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 Oh, I can't get amens. amen. Amen. You can't base where you fellowship on your wife's emotions. Because she's emotional. So she's going to feel one way, then she's going to feel another way. Can I get an amen? Brothers, y'all leaving me out. Y'all just... Some of y'all scared to say amen. That's alright. She can physically... I'll drive you when you get home. That's right. I heard you. Walk through the door. I heard you. But we set the tone for that. What do I mean by set the tone? What do I mean by set the tone? Because a lot of times, even if there's a disagreement, it's because of the wrong tone. You see what I'm saying? You don't go. You can't communicate. You're going to do this. and You're going to do that. That's wrong tone. Because I'm the man, if you ever have to say it, then you're not. Then you're not. It's wrong tone. Look at somebody say wrong tone. It's wrong frequency. You, you should never have to use that. You never have to play the submit card. You've got to play the submit card, you're doing something wrong. Because God created her as a help me. So naturally, she's just going to gravitate to being that. If you are being what you're supposed to be. That's the tone. Can I preach about tone in here? Yeah. yeah, you set the tone. I don't ever say that tomorrow. You, you better submit. You better do it. If I have to say that, I'm blowing it. Right. it. It should just be the tone. Amen? If I told my wife, we we shutting ABC down tomorrow, and uh, we're going to go back to having church with just our family. You know what she would say? I just want to be with you. Because she said it before. I, I'm not playing. I don't have to make this up. Amen? When we lived... I was this morning. I was listening to this song by um, Commission. It's my favorite song by Commission called uh, "More Than Conqueror," more than a conqueror. And um, it starts out. The, the words are: um, "Here I am, and I'm facing another life-changing situation. Here I stand, and I know that I must learn from what I go through. Could it be that the trying of my faith will allow me, will educate me in patience?" I remember singing that broke with nothing in the vacant apartment, no food, no electric, as broke as a joke, nothing. And I remember singing that song, wondering, am I going through this, are you preparing me for something? And that song was kind of like a map, you know, for me to show me that you're going to have to go through some of these things, you're experiencing them because later on God wants you sensitive to it and he wants you to understand it. So I'm thinking about that. I started looking around my house and looking at the things that God has blessed me with. And I was like, wow. I mean, when I was going through it, there's no way I could see this. There's just no way. And God wouldn't let me see it. So it was painful. I would just just cry and cry. Just pain because I couldn't see it. But I had to go through. Y'all understand what I'm saying? So when I first got married, I couldn't have a woman Always wanting stuff. Because how am I gonna go through this and I can't get out my ear always trying to make me that would throw that would have thrown me off course That's right. That's right. constantly listening to her, right. always telling me what so and so has and what she wants and what should be and blah blah. I can have that. Right. I wouldn't have made it. Y'all yeah. right. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I had to have the most content woman I ever met in my life who would just say, I said, you know, we're going to have to move into this one bedroom and we, you know, I know we got two kids. We're just going to have to live here for now. And she would always say, I just want to be with you. I just want to be with you. I mean, the rest of it, I just want to be with you. That's all I heard. Can I teach y'all something, young couples? That's all I heard. If I heard anything else, I mean, I got million-dollar record deals, call, executives calling my house. What do you think I would have done? I would have took one of those deals to satisfy her if she's speaking things in my ear. I mean, what if she was telling me, well, if you, well, if you ain't going to do it, then I'm going to go out here and get a job. I'm, I'm going to do this. I couldn't live with that. That pressure. I needed a help meet. But we set the tone. Those are tone. Somebody say tones. Yeah, they resonate in your house. It's just a tone. And once that tone is set, you live by that tone. So the decisions you make, it's a tone. Our wives and children must be totally submitted to the spiritual authority of the man in the home. When this is not present, then the man is weak and unfit for the title head of the household. You can't get your whole house with you, then you shouldn't be the head. You can't set the right tone in your house, then you shouldn't be the head. It's got to be the right tone. Look, somebody says it's got to be the right tone. It's got to be the right tone here in ABC. You know, we still babies, y'all. We still growing. That's why we don't. We don't have a bunch of leaders and different things in here. We don't even have that. We have a group of uh, of overseers just in case somebody just start fighting or something. I mean, I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we just. I mean, we don't even meet. It's just so re- I mean, because. You know what I'm saying? Right now we just don't need a lot of that. You know, we got this wonderful band and these singers and stuff. And I was just telling somebody the other day, everyone up here don't want to be up here. Them I mean, the only kind of people can get up here is folk that ain't trying to get up here. Because right now we don't need nobody trying to get up here. Y'all understand that? These people I asked to come up here and do this. Okay? And that's it. I gotta know if you're on the same page. If you ain't, if you if it's not you're not resonating the same tone, you can't get up here. If your wife ain't resonating the same tone, you can't get up here. Yes, sir. I can't get it. Yeah, because that's you. Y'all are one. So take some time and get get the tone right. First Peter three and seven. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge. Be smart. Dwell with your wife, but be smart. Giving honor unto the wife. Here goes Jezebel. Uh-huh, see? you was supposed to honor me. you was supposed to honor me. Well, let's keep reading. See, because preachers read that, and they automatically thought that meant bring the wife up, make her co-pastor. You no know, co-pastor, if you won, then there's no such thing as that. Now, either you won or you're not. 1.5, what are you? No, oh, no, he said give honor. They think that means slob your wife down in front of everybody. Come here, baby. I'm going to introduce y'all to my wife. <laughs> That's not giving honor. That's not what... The, he, Paul ain't he even talking about that. He's saying give honor unto the wife, comma, as unto the weaker vessel. Meaning understand that she's a weaker vessel. Understand. She's fragile. You got to protect her. Understand it. Give honor to that fact. Yes, right. Is that what it says? Yes, Yes, sir. sir. Boy, we just have blown some stuff, haven't we? As unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together. Oh, see? That means we equal. We heirs together. Well, you won, but you still got to keep reading. If we keep reading, we find out. Heirs together of the grace of what? Life. In other words, both of you can inherit a good life together. That your prayers be not hindered. In other words, God said, Don't come telling me nothing about your woman. That's what he just said. I don't want to hear it. Anybody try to do it? Try to go to God about your woman? What do you do? Your fault. Anybody? Am I the only one? Go to, try it. Try it tonight. Go to God about your woman and watch what he does. He's going to ignore the fact that you even said that. He's going to say that's your fault. Woman is a reactor, not an actor. She's a reactor. She's reacting to you. So if you weak, she's out of control. <laughs> huh, no, any brothers, no, don't come tell me about her. First thing I'm going to say is you, John. I've been noticing it a long time. <laughs> I'm glad you've opened up this dialogue. <laughs> so I could tell you that you soft. That's why Jezebel can't stay at this church. That's right. She'd have a hard time with these sermons, wouldn't she? Right. She'd just slither on out the door. <laughs> women! All right. This is y'all's grades. This is what you graded by women. Number one, helper. Look at somebody say helper. helper. The woman was created to be a helpmeet for the man. This essentially means that she is a companion for the man. A woman's focus should be pleasing her man. If her focus is herself, then she lacks the esteem to be a helper. If your focus is yourself, you lack the esteem. Paul, here you go. Lay it out. Lay it out. You ain't single no more, woman. you married. So you can't act single while you're married. Stuff you did when you were single, you got to stop doing because you're married. That's what he's doing. Watch him. Watch. Just watch. Watch what he said. There is a difference also between a wife and a virgin. He's talking about a married woman and a single woman. Because back then, single makes you a virgin. Things have changed a little bit. But that don't change the Bible. Look, somebody said that don't change the Bible. It don't change the Bible. So he going straight there. The unmarried woman careth for the things of who? The Lord. the Lord. She can pray all day. She can pray all night. She can lay hands on everything in her in her apartment with a, she can just, I mean, she's the intercessory queen. Yeah. Because she's single. That's right. So she cares for the things of the Lord when she's single. Right. Ooh, I'm preaching it here. Yeah. I know it. Yeah. I know it. Uh-huh. I know it. That she may be holy both in body and in spirit when she's single. Single town, y'all better listen to me. <laughs> Right now is the time. You give all your time to God. I mean to crust cake up in the corners of your lips, you can pray. I mean you can be a spiritual, spiritual person. But she that is married careth for the things of the world. How she may do what? Get off the phone, get off Facebook and MySpace and watching your page and taking your sexy pictures. You're married now. <laughs> kids in there crying, kids in there need you. You're married! Right. Trash everywhere. You're married! Right. Can I tell the truth in here? You ain't single no more! Right. Welcome to the real world, like Morpheus said. <laughs> Welcome to the real world. <laughs> I, mean, I know you're staggering in a note. This is real world now. Now you're married. You got children! But she that is married, when you're married, you got to care for pleasing your husband, man. That means you please the Lord through him. Oh, see, that's where the amen start dying out. That's how you please the Lord. You want to know how to please the Lord? Is your husband pleased? Is your house in order? Are you doing whatever you can to make things good? Nourisher. Women are equipped with the ability to have children, but must learn how to nourish them. Yeah, your nourishing techniques, you have some maternal instincts, but nourishing techniques are handed down. The way your mama did you is the way you're going to do yeah. So if your mama did a horrible job, you're probably going to do a horrible job, too, unless you watch somebody that's doing a good job. Find somebody. Ask some questions. Right. Amen. Especially if you waited later on in life to have children. And now you got a busy schedule, different thing. You need somebody to put you to the side and say, no, nah, you know, that's not how you hold a baby. Right. Yeah. You ain't at work. You're at home. You, I mean, you got a baby now. You need some help. The Bible even told you, go to the older women in Titus 2 and 4. Get some help. Self-denial is the key for this as well. Because if a woman has major deficits in her life, then she will not possess good nourishing skills and abilities. she got major deficits. Major deficits. Grew up on the rough side of the mountain. Got some issues. Stuff happened bad. All this kind of stuff. So she, she really needs some help. She needs an older woman to come and say, this is how you do it. Nothing wrong with that because God made provision for that. It's okay. Amen? Amen. This is because if you aren't willing to find yourself in your home, you will search for your identity and other things. So if you're not willing to dedicate your life 100% of your being to your children and your husband, and you look outside your home for identity, you going to blow it. Because that's not where your identity is. Oh yeah. The man are standing. Don't have children. I don't understand why people have children. And don't want to nurture children. Titus 2 and 4. That they may teach the young women to be what? Have some sense. To love their husbands. And to do what? Love their children. To be discreet, chase keepers at home. Good. Obedient to their own husbands. That the word of God. Be not what? This is what's important. The Bible calls this sound doctrine. Cuts like a knife on some of you. I know it. Because you've had to be busy all your life. Some of y'all didn't plan it that way. It just fell in your lap like that. But when it comes to these children and your home, you need to find somebody that's doing it well. Because if you don't, then your kids pick up on your deficits. And when they grow up, they're going to have your deficits times 10. You know, unnurtured children cry a certain way. And I didn't know that. It's a different sound they make. It's a different cry when nourishment is missing. And men can't nourish. Amen. First Peter 3 and 3. Who's adorning? Oh, man, we got this scripture wrong growing up. We thought he was talking about clothes and hair. Well, people change what they look like. You can't have braids. You can't plait your hair. You can't wear jewelry. You can't put putting on of apparel. I mean, that means what? You got to be naked? What are you talking about? Non-biblical scholar? <laughs> you got it all wrong. He said, he said don't let your adorning be about the outward adorning patting your hair and wearing gold and putting on apparel. He said, you know, he's not saying don't do that. He said, just don't, don't be about that. But be about the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible. In other words, deal with yourself the stuff that matters. Even the ornament. So instead of having an ornament on the outside of your body, let's have one inside. The ornament of meek and a quiet spirit. Get somewhere and shut up. <laughs> let's hang some let's get your hair look good all the plaits and the braids let's have some braids on the inside I love that beautiful necklace can that get inside of you can we find beauty within that's what he's saying for after this manner in the old time the holy women also who trusted in God adorned themselves this is how the old women adorned themselves being in subjection unto their what Oh, I love that word on, Because that means not the pastor. Not. You be in subjection to who? The Bible refers to the woman as the weaker vessel because of her emotions. But you don't look at that as a bad thing. She is the beauty that covers him. She is the grace that balances him. And she is the encouragement that supports him. She pleases God by pleasing him. But when she oh, is contrary, she destroys him and blows up her own house. Ain't that crazy? Your husband's trying to get to a place. Let's use this church, for example. He's trying to get around some strong men. He's trying to be around some strong men and you, contrary, trying to get him out of here. You're a fool. That's only going to benefit you. And you somewhere jawing? Now nah, we gonna go to another church. We don't need to be here without it. Come on. Scared he gonna slap you and put you in your place? <laughs> Finally get the nerve, What, girl. I've been saving this for a long. <laughs> in the spirit, not physically. Spirit. 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 That happens in the spirit. Yeah, but Jezebel get threatened. No, no, you don't go around to me. There's something wrong with that church. Start so calling people. Ain't something wrong. With you. Wasn't something wrong with what pastor said. Ain't something wrong with what he talking about. Ain't something. You're you're what are you doing? Yeah. Your man is trying to get himself together. Yeah. And you blocking, yeah. intercept. <laughs> Why are you tearing your own house up? Man, let it be somewhere. I mean, we got some strong men in here. Got some good men. You making up stuff on men's night. Somebody tried to break in. Can you come home quick? Just running interference. God is trying to do something. In your man. Summary. God is not grading us on our spirituality because our righteousness is filthy rags to him. That's not even on your card. All the stuff you do. All the dreams you have in the visions. All the tongues of men and angels. All the folks you knock out. All the snakes and demons that come out when you walk in the room. That's not on your card because that's not you. That's God. How you gonna get graded on something that ain't you? If it's the power of God, then it ain't you. See what I'm good at is, I'm 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 one of them. When I come to the altar, man, demons just manifest. Well, why ain't they manifesting in your house? Because that's where you—that's where they coming from. They came with you. No wonder you got control over you just taking them out of people to take them home. <laughs> Nobody care? That don't mean nothing to me. I don't care. Because if that's God, then that has nothing to do with you anyway. That's right. That's right. He is righteous and Jesus paid it all. So we can't get any points for that. God grades us on what we were created to be. That's your grade. The church has created spiritual addicts that seek to prove their value through spiritual things and consistently seek after moves of God to feel good about their spiritual abilities. But God desires for us to focus on what's important to him. Being a strong man, father, and a husband. Being a good, supportive, graceful wife. Raising our children in love and peace. These are the things that should matter more than anything. God wants us to love him, but we must love him through the roles he created us in. And this is a sure way for him to find pleasure in us. Then and only then can we receive good marks from him. Very simple scripture, 1 Corinthians 15 and 46. But that which is natural comes before that which is of. The spirit he made you a man first he made her a woman first before there was ever conflict before there ever needed to be anything spiritual man and woman were here they were married and they were told to be fruitful and multiply that's their creation role before there ever was a devil's interference that's what we were created for everyone bow your heads help us lord help us to line up with this word help us to line up with your truth Help us to be what you created us to be. Help us, Lord God, to not take these words as harsh words, even though some of them may be against who we are and what we've done. Take us back, God, to a good reference point in our lives, a place where things begin to change, a place where some of these things that shouldn't be in us were strategically placed in there and hidden behind the veil of spirituality or the veil of you moving or whatever we saw at that time and god just like you have to do for me do it for all of us so we can see what happened and the pattern that developed after that so we'll know what's important we'll know what needs to be deleted and we'll know what's pleasing in your sight through our experience and who you've made us now help us to see what pleases you in jesus name amen dot com.